What are we meaning when we say that? Are you that somebody? Okay, so you know how we all have our list and how we want to have this perfect man, a genie in a bottle, has to come with all these things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The yes. bells and the whistles. The bells, the whistles, the, the cherry on the you, Are you relating this man to a burger? Gotcha. Come on <laughs> <laughs> You know you want that delicious burger with your fries on the side? Okay. The fries on the side. Okay. Forgot my Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> But how we want all these things, but do you not like? We don't think that the other person would expect some things too. Like they don't want a project. They don't want a miss. No. So are we expecting too much? We're not. We're not trying to make sure ourselves and we level up, match with what we are wanting. That's a good question. Hmm. I think society has mainly focused on us women pining for a man and what we want in a man, not necessarily teaching us how to focus on ourselves and our aspirations and what we bring to the table because it's always been a man's world. Right. Yes. Right. Um, yes. Now with how the economy and everything has changed over the past few decades, I would say, um, with women coming more into the workforce, women becoming more independent, women becoming more, you know, single. You're now seeing that we have more single mother homes now. So um, when we feel like we're at that point where we've been jaded or we feel like we're not worth something, you know, all these different movements where it has more women in the workforce being more independent, we're now standing up saying, hey, we are worth something. We are capable of this. We're capable of that. And we now realize that a man just can't run a household anymore. Mm-hmm. It has to be two people. Mm-hmm. Both hands have to be on deck. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we're single women and we're looking for our mate, you know, we also have to take in the fact that if we want somebody, we have to be willing to also be that somebody for someone else to be with us. Right. right. Because men's eyes are open and they are looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if it's just a man, especially if it's a man that is growing up, he realizes he's getting older, he wants, you know, he wants to settle, he wants, he's not going to be looking for a woman that's still out in the club, you know, he's going to be looking in different places, and this is when men mature a lot later than women, honestly, yeah, um, you know, some of these girls, they're like, oh, I want this and this and this, and yet they still hanging out at the trap house. Oh, <laughs> like, Lord. Oh, well, Lord, the trap house. Yeah. Hanging out at the trap yeah. house, looking Going for... in circles and cycles. That's exactly. Expecting something, expecting a different result, um, expecting a different man, and it's like, you can't go out here and like... Mm-mm. You know, you can't sit here and expect something if you're not putting in the work to be something. Right. You gotta be something. You gotta say. And then, I don't know, some women may think that they're lowering their standards just to be with somebody. Uh, what do you mean by that, lowering because, your standards? You know, so, like, okay, like Ashley was talking about the educated woman. 
mm-hmm. and how, okay, my man has to have a degree. Well, not necessarily. I mean, would you prefer him to have a degree or is it an option? He may just be a smart man without a degree. He may just be a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Well, some, yeah, some people have the mentality is that they're lowering their standards because he doesn't have X, Y, and Z. What do you think, Brittany? I think really, um, like how we say the singling stage is truly for you, it's for you to build yourself, to find out who you are, to go after the things that you are dreaming for, your passions, everything. Because people get so locked up and so ready to run into a man that can provide so it can be kept. No, that's not the kind of, I mean, people may want that kind of life. They may think they want that kind of life, but that's not nothing desirable. You're just being a bump on a log, honestly. <laughs> through the man. But you heard that on a song I think yesterday. You don't want to live your life through a man. Yeah. Yeah, you completely lose your whole identity and your whole sense of self and somebody Mm -hmm. else. And you know, there are women out there that look to men to help them like get ahead in life. Like Mm -hmm. pay for their education, let Mm -hmm. them go to school full time while they go out there and work a full time job. And then it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I've always kind of looked at that in a way as a way that a woman should already kind of be in that mindset before she even gets with a man. Don't use a man for an education. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's right. I think women have to have that mentality on their own and provide that on their own. So when they're at the end of that, of their accomplishment, yeah. they can actually sit there, sit there and say, hey, I did this on my own mm-hmm. late nights with kids in tow with a full-time job mm-hmm. I you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah I believe in that wholeheartedly um I don't think you should make it somebody else's responsibility to make your dreams come true yes right. yes I mean, it's no one's responsibility to take care of you too like you should want to be educated you should want to go yeah. out and pursue a career you should want to do yeah. those things because you you're living out your purpose and what re- the reason why God even has you here in the first place but people, and I feel like, and it may hurt some people's feelings, but these soldier wives, they do Whoa. the same thing. Look, let me tell you something. I no. was one of those wives. I was one of those wives that got married at 19. Um, I had the whole military life, and I, you know, lived vicariously through my spouse because the army, the army, in this case, the army was number one, and God was second. You know, mm. you know what I'm saying. So it was just like. You know, Army was my life for a good while. I want to say from 2005 all the way up until 2013, 2012, 2013. Um, I spent half of my time being married to someone. I was um, not only just a military spouse for the first two years of it, the remainder of it, I was actually on, you know, active duty. So, hmm. You know, it's just, trust me, that whole, ooh, Brittany, you brought up something just real crazy. I mean, but being from a military town, you see it all the time. All these little chicks want to run up to all these little soldiers, and they just get all hot in the pants, and they they nose be wide open, and they fall in love, and they get married, and oh, it's, it's over after that. Yeah, some of them it's looking over. for a contract. Some of these women are out here looking for contract, contract marriages. marriages. Oh, Benefits. We call them the pendipotamus. Mm. Oh, it has a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we call them the pendus. 
the dependence. Uh -huh. But even like how we say like, um, are you that somebody? Are you matching up what you are wanting? It could be said in the same sense, are you that somebody? How we were talking about toxic relationships and toxic people. Yeah. Are you that per we, we try to it's so it's so easy for us to play the victim. Oh, because there's no blame yes. put on us. There's no responsibility put on us. Right. But when the tables are really turned and yes. you're looking in the mirror, do you possess those toxic traits? Do you see right. the things you've done to add into the mess that you guys were in? Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, the only reason why I was able to pick out some of the things in you know, my last marriage and my last spouse um, the only reason why I was able to pick those things out is because those are some of the same things I saw in myself. Mm. And believe it or not, even though I was fine with, you know, being myself and everything, there were certain things that he brought out of me that mm -hmm. triggered me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, I reacted in ways that were just, you know, childish in a sense. Yeah. Because at the same time, it was just kind of like, okay, you went there. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna, you gonna push me. I'm gonna push back. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where that toxicity was with us. It was like he knew. It's like he got to know me, and it was like flip. Whenever I say, hey, I don't like this, it was like, well, your mother doesn't love you, so mm, wow. just crazy. Like just, just stuff like that. Uh, like I mean, a, a man help. that tells a woman that. And then I sat back and thought to myself for a second, okay, what kind of vibration was I, was I at when this guy came into my life? Mm -hmm. Because see, wherever your thoughts in your mind and where you're at in your That's life, good. you carry a frequency. So yeah. somebody yeah. somebody matched that frequency yeah. right? and it was not a good frequency, no, obviously. Right. So that's where it's like, okay, when you attract somebody into your life like that, your frequency attracts that person and you get back what you put out. Right. So it was kind of like, in a sense, it was like, it was like I was looking at my mirror. Yeah. It's crazy how, how that happens. I think sometimes we're in a broken state right. and we run into someone someone crosses our path right. and they're also in a broken state that is a recipe for and that's the problem we should not be running to somebody when we're broken the only one should be running to is the and, and it's like you know it's it's almost in a sense it's like a form of trauma bonding yeah. yes that's a perfect way to say that or having a pity party Mm -hmm. or feeling both so broken and traumatized that you guys come together and it's a bond because you, your bond is based yeah. out of being traumatized mm -hmm. it's just toxic on top of toxic yeah once you, then you bring a baby in it that's just that's the child is just Ooh, getting deeper and deeper lord tasha i'm about to cry <laughs> oh, no i'm no i'm, I'm dead serious because you know She hitting it. It's all right. Let it oh, up. Hey. Okay. I miscarried a baby back in 2016. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was his baby. Mm -hmm. Right. For the longest time, I beat myself up for the simple reason, like I couldn't, I, I couldn't maintain the pregnancy or keep, you know, keep the baby. You know, mm -hmm. I couldn't, and I blamed myself for the longest time, and it was almost like, in a sense, he knew it hurt me that bad. I mean, he always, whenever we had something bad happen in our marriage, it was like, well, you know, we should have just had that baby, you know, I wish you never lost that child. And it was like, in a sense, I felt so responsible for the fact that my body rejected the baby, you know, mm -hmm. 
and for the longest time it really hurt my feelings and then there was times where he would say well I would be a good man to you if you just actually have right. my kid wow you know That's he said horrible. yeah and and for someone to say that to a woman who literally did everything and gave like the last shirt on her back mm-hmm. you know, I, I say to that actually I, just I had somebody tell me one time that uh, our pain is God's protection and I never understood that we in pain, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's God's protection, and that's what I I seen for you in that in that in that situation. That mm-hmm. God's protecting you. Yes, it's painful to lose um, a baby, but it was God protecting you. You know, and you're right, Tasha, because I know how his family. You know, it, you know their culture is different. They're Latin. You know, mm-hmm. in his culture, in his family. Now, not all Latin families are the same, you no. know. Mm-hmm. But they didn't believe in divorce. And they don't believe in children being split up in between two homes. If I would have had that baby and divorced him, he would have fought me and took that child in court. He would have, if I would have had his kid. He would have took that child from me. And that probably something that I probably wouldn't have been able to deal with or handle you know, having a business, going to school, having my own two kids that I'm trying to raise. Imagine having a child that you're going back and forth to court over all because he just wants to find a way to hurt you through that child mm-hmm. by taking yeah. it away from you. Yeah. So I feel like God was in a sense, he was, he was protecting me. He was really protecting me because see, I may not have been able to get out of my marriage. I would have probably would have been stuck with this man for the rest of my life. Yeah. Mmm. That's crazy. And then you wouldn't have been able to expand, you know, because sometimes a toxic relationship can actually put a hold on what you want to do, your dream. She is so, you right on it, Tosh. Because, and that's what had, he had to be released from you so that you were able to pursue with your business, get it off the ground, got it going it's moving mm-hmm. right <clears throat> and he's still she's still getting this house y'all Ain't coming up. <laughs> Excuse me. but um <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy you never think that it could happen until it actually happens mm-hmm. how powerful someone's presence just their presence alone can affect your life when they're toxic and they're broken and you're in a broken state right because they can read and they can see and they can they can understand and comprehend mm-hmm. what you're going through in that state. And they will latch on to you like a leech because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. And they're trying to fill that void. They're trying to do it. So they'll keep coming after you for whatever. They see the good in you, they're going to try to take it off because they're trying to fill that void for whatever reason. Yes. Right. And in the second you, you put your foot down and say, no, it's a big problem. It's a huge problem. Oh, it's yeah. a ginormous problem. Yeah, yeah but that, that right there, it just shows how you really have to take that time for yourself to figure out who you are to take care of yourself if you're broken you got flaws whatever you don't have to come out being perfect but you have to come out in a place to where you're healthy well at some point you're gonna have to have some sort of self-acceptance that you're not perfect and that you do have flaws Mm -hmm. um and you know and just working on yourself and working on being a better you every day and ways that you can be a better person for yourself is you know decluttering your home yes 
you know, straightening out your finances, mm -hmm. you know, start looking at where you want to go with your goals. Yeah. You got to be, you got to be passion. You got to be passion driven. You really do. Mm -hmm. And, really do. and it's, it's really important. And, you know, I, I think about like how now that I'm taking this time and I think about how I attracted that person into my life and I've retracted you know certain relationships mm -hmm. and it's like you know those are those relationships were attracted out of not having the capability of knowing how to love myself right, right. and one thing that this last marriage taught me was taught me how to love me and it's still it's sometimes loving yourself yes. does hurt because there is a part of self-acceptance that yes. needs to happen mm -hmm. yes yes most definitely be real with yourself and be like man you know what I'm actually using this person because I'm trying to do X, right. Y, or Z. Yeah. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually jacked up for doing that. Like people don't want to have that conversation with themselves. They don't want to face that mirror because no one wants to be told they're wrong. Right. And that goes back to our other podcast that we had with the identity. Mm -hmm. We have to discover who we are. Responsibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to take responsibility for some of the ways that things have happened. But don't dwell on the past and beat yourself up right. over it because we can't change the past. Yes, life is just a series of lessons. lessons and exactly. my thing that my biggest thing that I've learned with what we're discover, you know, discussing and discovering now is that whatever you want wants you to. Ooh, that's mm, good. That's good. Whatever you want wants you to. So if you want a man that is successful, you know, God-fearing, mm -hmm. you know, loving, caring right honest well guess right. what we gotta be you, you gotta be that because yeah. guess what somebody wants that too exactly. yeah. yeah and so when you work on yourself and working on being all those things for that person mm -hmm. it's like that person they're gonna see it in you mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then boom rest is history of course, it don't happen that fast. We want it Child, okay. that fast. Oh, gosh, yes. Patience is a virtue. But patience in patience, you learn all those things. Yes, you learn you about yourself. You learn about, about what you want, what you don't want. You learn about whatever toxic traits you have and what toxic traits you need to avoid. Toxic people. Like, you learn so much. And you want to repel those toxic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way of repelling those things, I, I really honestly think... We're getting closer to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. Getting closer yeah. to God and getting around good quality and, and, people. And, and making sure that we have our discernment on. Oh, yes. We got, people really good to make discernment. sure we have our discernment on. Yeah. Yes. on the play. Yeah, that that last episode was hitting. I mean, Tasha started hitting all the daggone colors on the flag. Now that right there, yellow flag. Approach with caution. All them colors. Like the rainbow. Yeah, got it a wrap. I red, green, yellow, orange. But are you that somebody? How could we be that somebody for someone? Like how we say, we gotta work on ourselves. We gotta take that time. We can't rush into anything. I just feel like you got, you have a vision, but you gotta put it down on paper. You gotta write it down. Write it down, make a plane. If you gotta cut up magazines, put you some pictures out. Vision board. Yes. Yeah. Do it. You know, yeah. you were just reading my mind, Tasha. Oh my gosh. When's the last time we did a vision board? I Ooh. haven't done one in a long time. I think it's been like time. a couple years. 
I, you, you know, do a really good vision board. That is a really good tip right I'm there. I'm sorry. I was one of those people who really didn't believe in vision boards. I always, I always did the mundane, write it down on paper. But I think, I think pictures would actually help me yeah, this time because you actually have something to visualize and see you put picture in your head yeah you know instead of just picturing words like what well, words you know because you can imagine anything yeah. it's not but if you want something solid you kind of want to make it more specific into yeah. what you really want you put a picture up it ain't gonna be exactly that but you have something a good base a good foundation to go right. off of you know i think we just need it i think i also want to kind of connect with our audience too i'm not sure how we're looking as far as like our um as far as like any kind of way where um, listeners can get back with us but it would be really nice to see everybody's vision boards all of our mm-hmm. listeners i mean if they you know send us a picture of post their vision boards and yeah actually, things like that i yeah, think that would be it, really cool post it on our instagram i'm gonna put a post up uh soon and they can post in the comments on their on instagram um pictures of their vision boards let's see see what the vision is and we'll post ours too yeah, because I mean, if you have certain visions and aspirations, you're going to attract that to you, but you're going to also attract the right people. And then also you may attract that somebody, you know, yeah. you never know. So, never know. oh yeah. Yeah. You, you got to have some like, for real y'all, I would want to go after somebody that has absolutely no ambition in life. I wouldn't want to go after somebody that has no goals or any aspirations right, about themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Push. And I mean, everybody needs that friend to push them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like how you're saying that, um, when you put yourself out there and you're showing things that you're going after, mm-hmm. you're also going to attract someone else, and they can have qualities within themselves that's going to push you to get you to where you're going. Right. Yes, exactly. So. Motivation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I could say that this episode that we're doing now, honestly, I don't think it's just necessarily all about relationships and romantic relationships. This can be also for business partners, mm-hmm. um, for um, friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I know for me personally, you know, with my business and everything like that, you know, getting around people who are like-minded and they kind of do some of the same things that I do, you know, you're able to bounce ideas off of each other and you may, you may just end up getting that one client, you know? So it's about, like I said, just putting yourself out there and being whatever it is that somebody needs. And it's not just romantic either, you know? Mm. Although we do want romantic. We all want romance. <laughs> we just throw that back in there, Tasha. Just throw that out there. But I, I mean, I want romance, but I want, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Please don't shoot me for saying this. I want the bag, too. <laughs> oh, Lord. She wants the bag. Too. I want the bag. But yeah, but yeah, I feel like with this, it, it's all in your perspective. You have to apply it to where it, where it fits in your life right yes. now. Yes. It may not be a relationship. It may be business, like she said. It may be a friendship. It may be whatever. Apply it to wherever if wherever it fits and do what you need to do to get it to where it needs to be right so right um level up 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 but for real, y'all, mm-hmm. check out. We have a Facebook and an Instagram, both at, at BatConvos. Go check it out. I'm going to post on there. And I want to see you guys' vision boards. I want to see what you guys are going after. And let's see if we can grab something yeah, from one another. So let's see what we can awesome. We're going to do the same. 
Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna actually post mine up too. I mean, I already got canvases and everything. It's just this painter over here. Like, I'm getting a regular poster yeah, board. I was going to stick stuff on there with the glue. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to make mine a little artsy fartsy, okay? I, you know, your girl likes she bougie. I like to dip in finger paint, okay? Yeah, okay, I got acrylics okay. and oils and pastels over there. She's a wonderful. Yeah, I'm not really necessarily would say I'm a wonderful Picasso. I mean, it's just that when I get into some of these moods, I just find myself feeling like I need to create. I get into this whole spiral where I want to create, and it's a creation within a creation. You mm -hmm. better create, girl. Because I create to take my mind off of things, mm -hmm. and then while I'm creating, another creation pops up. This is really weird with me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna cool. cut and paste. Okay, cut, yeah, cut, cut and paste. Give me, that, give me that homes and gardens. <laughs> you know what? So, okay, so my my pictures are gonna come out of better homes and gardens. Okay, it's gonna come out of women's health. Amen. And yeah. I, I'm looking at Vogue. Yeah. I'm looking at Harper's Bazaar. Mm -hmm. And I'm also gonna be looking at you know because, and Ebony. Yes. You know. Okay. I mean, Ashley did. We talked last night, and she was saying, you know, you need that friend to help you look in the mirror, and it was so helpful to me that I said, I'm going to do a vision board. I'm going to write things down because I gotta focus on help. Help. Yes. Our text message that we exchanged last night. Yeah. You know, and it just, you just really had me thinking about some things. Really? Yes. It, it was like, I said, I hope, I hope I didn't hurt you in any way. I only no. said what I said because I've been through it myself. And I did the same thing to myself. And I've made the same mistakes. And i made the same errors. Right. I can see it in others. And I can see it in you only because I could see it. But you it know in what? Me. Even if you did, I, she said, or she hurt my feelings, but she really did. I was like, it was, I needed that because I've had it done to me before because if I didn't get the push from my friend, I probably wouldn't have went back to school. So I need these push. Don't worry, I needed the push. And being a true friend is not always going to feel right. good. Right. We're yes, going to tell people stuff, they're going to get on your nerves. Brittany, but she that's the point all the of being time. a good friend. You know what? <laughs> We yeah. gotta get on each other's nerves. We gotta be like, oh, I can't stand this heifer right now. But she right. Like you gotta that, that's yeah. the kind of friends you want. And you I already know I get on her nerves. You don't want people that are guessing and they're gonna be like, oh sure, yeah, do whatever. Oh, that's I, that's a part of toxicity right yes. there. They're gonna just let you fall and they're waiting on you to fall if they do that. Get away from those kind of people. Yes. Get away. Yes. They are no good for you. Make me, you know. No good, no good, no good. I need the push. If I don't yes. if I don't get a push. I don't, I'll stay stagnant. A mm. lot of us do. Which is, what, which is what I've been. So. A lot of us do. Right. Yeah. Um, I think this pandemic has made people sit back and think and figure out ways to take action. And some people got the memo and some of us didn't. There was times during the pandemic, you know, when they shut us all down and, you know, I was like literally sitting here like twiddling my thumbs, afraid to go out anywhere. Yeah. Mm. And it was just like, yo, chill. <laughs> like, okay. Order in. <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> but, all kind of stuff. Yeah. I, right. But then when it, it got time to be called back into action and, you know, I was called into action, but I still had shackles on me because right. of this marriage I was in. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Girl, when that just said, okay. You're officially divorced. I put on my little, um, my little cute little uh, leggings I got from Amazon to make my butt sit up. 
Oh, look. I am done. <laughs> I put on this cute t-shirt. I put on my Carolina hat. Of course. And <laughs> threw my wig on and had on my Carolina hat. Was rocking that Carolina blue. Walked right up into Walmart. You should have seen. You should have seen people just turn up. Men and women. Turning their heads. I'm like, sup, y'all? I'm back. Guess who's possessed? Back to She's the top. She's a mess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. I was. Uh, but, you know. Anyway. Uh-huh. So. She's had her fashion moment. Okay. But. But really, for seriously, some yes. of us had depression, you know, during during this time. It's hard to pull some people out of there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in there. Mm-hmm. But everybody, don't matter how bad everything's getting, you still have a vision. You still have Get a, your vision. Yeah. Get your vision. Like, stop. And I think it's really mainly on our focus. we got to make sure we're focusing on the right things. Oh, so yes. focus on the things that you see right now. Focus on what you are wanting. The goals that we had. Remember last year, New Year's, we was all hyped. Talking about 2020, perfect yeah. vision. Yeah. All snap, all snap. And then but COVID hit. Like, we like, oh, no. No, but maybe, maybe this was was the baby this was the vision because if you really think about this was the dream a lot Mm -hmm. of people realized so many things that they could not see eyes were opened a lot of eyes were open some people found out that the the person they sleeping with they were sleeping with their enemy the whole they've been together Mm -hmm. 10 11 12 years this pandemic comes through dang i've been seeing my enemy Start seeing people shoot character. Yeah, you start yeah. seeing people. Who, so woo. I do like the way that Brittany pointed out. You know, we thought we were gonna get the vision, but we got a vision. We just didn't get the vision that we thought we were gonna get. It didn't come the way we wanted it to come, but we got it. Oh, we got the vision. We we see it clear. And okay. it's, and it's been made very don't plain. Don't you guys find it so ironic too? I hope we're not getting off subject with this, but it was like we're all walking around wearing these masks, right, mm-hmm. to protect us from this virus, mm-hmm. but yet. Everybody's mask done fell off already. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) Are you that somebody? Tell me that somebody. Are you that somebody? Tell me that somebody. Are you that somebody? Tell me that somebody. Y'all make sure y'all post y'all vision boards. I'm looking for it. Facebook, Instagram, at Bad Convos. We looking for them. What? What? Looking for y'all's too. Ash, Tosh, y'all better post them. Oh, okay. I got homework. You're gonna you got get homework. It. You, may, right. you may get it late. I hope I ain't getting a grade. This child said she getting a grade. Are you that somebody's gonna get a grade? Are you that somebody? Are you responsible? The girl we're singing. All right, y'all. We're gonna holla at y'all. Vision boards. Don't forget to post them. All right.